Porter Jr., Vince Butts, and Trevin A. Jones on Urban Media Today Radio. It's game time! It's Urban Media Today Talk Sports. You got Ray Porter Jr., Brandon Walker, David Jones Jr., Jason Dunn. Got a lot to talk about, fellas. We can talk about anything from the NBA to the WNBA, Major League Baseball, Black College World Series, track and field. I mean, it's that time of year where you have so many different things going on. Actually, it's my favorite time of year because you have a lot going on. You got football. USFL has gotten going on, has gotten started. Then you had the XFL, which just had a champ. The XFL had a champion with a record of six and five. Isn't that something? Wow. Yes. (laughs) The Renegade. Yeah, they got hot. They yeah, real hot. Yeah, but the they, right beat, they beat DC, who was 10 and 1. Like, wow. DC was 10 and 1 in the championship game. Yeah. And then they, any, they any, given, any given day, 60 yeah. minutes, that's all it takes. Yeah. You're going to see a lot seven. more of that, though. You're going to see yeah. a lot more of that, not only in football, but in basketball as well, because uh, what a lot of people understand, a lot of these training methods has caught up, and a lot of these people that were so called lower tier. Right. You're just as good as these all-stars now. So you're going to see a lot more of that. Now, from an entertainment standpoint, that's going to make it better because everybody likes the Cinderella story. But expect to see a lot more of that in the future. Okay. And also, let's think about the XFL. I mean, could this be the year? Could this be the time that they can finally make it to season two? No jokes aside, for real, because great point. Great two straight point. times, right. they didn't. They weren't able to do it. Yeah, but, but this time they they have the uh, they're actually working with the NFL. This and not time. A, not trying to be a, not, compete with them. Yeah, right. right. And plus, too, I, I think they would have made it. The pandemic did not happen. It's a good point. It's a good point, man. Because they would they would because the pandemic shut everything now. Yeah, right. That's how I thought. It had potential. I saw it because they had people for that. Mm-hmm. And it sounds, but it sounds like the Rock is a lot more business, more business savvy with it than Vince McMahon was. It just seemed like it was an extension of WWE yeah. in, the, in the first section, and you know. But yeah, so it's good for them. And USFL, of course, you know, you got the Pittsburgh Maulers, you got all the other teams, Memphis Showboats, yes, New Jersey Houston, Generals, Houston yeah. Gamblers, yeah. And I'm wait, I'm waiting for when they finally have them in the cities. Now the hub the hub cities, I guess, is getting them closer. But they need to they need to get them up in the up in the cities. And I've I've actually watched a couple Mauler's games, and their defense, <laughs> my goodness, their defense is good. <laughs> and they got the former first round pick Reuben Foster on that team. Oh wow, some stuff. And then they got former pick kicker Chris Blewett. <laughs> you know, wow, who okay. who is nailing everything. But how about the one kid, and I believe he was from New Jersey, uh, Jason, that nailed eight field goals, and they won. That's how they won. Eight hey. field goals. So, yeah. Hey, dude. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. The You're starting to see a lot of guys who weren't quite polished up or needed just – they just needed a shot. Mm-hmm. They weren't, weren't going to get in the NFL because it's such a um, – fast-paced, cutthroat environment, especially when you're an undrafted free agent or you're a lower-round pick, they're getting a chance to really go and prove themselves and get reps, especially for quarterbacks. You get reps. Receivers, I mean, it's all about what you can put on film so that people can see what you're actually doing with bullets flying. Uh And that is one of the biggest things that I've seen and you're going to start seeing, I mean, think about it. How many guys from NFL Europe made their way onto NFL rosters? And, I mean, one in particular made his way to the Hall of Fame. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Right? Yeah. yeah. Kurt Warner. Kurt and, I mean, Warner. You, you had, and James Harrison's very strong possibility he might make the Hall oh, of he's, Fame. Oh, he's, he's getting that, definitely. I mean, you got him. And then you had guys like, um, what's his name? He was the human joystick. Uh Dante Hall. Dante Hall. Oh. He's another one that just, just <laughs> comes off the top of the dome. You had a lot of guys that, yeah. that played in that league and really put in work mm. and made names for themselves in the NFL. And now they're having the opportunity to do that in the USFL and in the XFL where they're going to be coached by, <clears throat> excuse me, either former players or former coaches or who have 
strong NFL connections and experience. Right. So, I mean, this is a, I mean, you can't ask for a better opportunity in this day and age to, yeah. you know, okay, you didn't make the NFL. It happens. <clears throat> but you have, if you want to keep your dream alive, you don't necessarily have to go up, you know, north of the border to right. Canada and try, you know, try and apply your wares there. You can come down here and it's a really good opportunity. And it really the, is, yeah. and the yeah. rock is somebody who, He's a former Division One college football player. He, him, and his ex-wife, which is crazy. Him and his ex-wife—that is got crazy. To, yeah, <laughs> got together. They you they went with the NFL or talked to the NFL at length, asked the NFL for help, and the NFL is working hand in hand with them. The USFL, once again, you have former players and coaches in positions to where that they can work with these kids, mold them, shape them, get them ready to uh, possibly NFL ready. So that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's well. a good thing. What I like is eight teams in the USFL. The XFL is over. <clears throat> the, uh, the mm-hmm. Renegades won the XFL uh, probably about two weeks ago in right. uh, the championship right. game, um, which is interesting. They were four and six during the regular season. They ended up winning the championship got, game. They got high. Yeah. That started, <laughs> started our conversation. And then what I like is like even today, um, you have four teams playing from the USFL today where Pittsburgh play, the Maulers play the Memphis Showboats, and then you have the Birmingham Stallions, Stallions pay, playing the Michigan Panthers, which I like. So that's half the league playing today. And then mm-hmm. tomorrow you have the New Orleans Breakers taking on the Philadelphia Stars, and then the New Jersey Generals taking on the Houston Gamblers, which is cool. Um, a lot of these names I remember from the USFL. From yeah. The past. yeah. Um, the thing I liked about that was there was a team from Baltimore in the USFL in the past. Then, then you had they left town. I think they were called the Stallions, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they, they, they were the Stars. Stars. The Stars. The Stars. And then yeah. they, they left town, and then you had the Ravens come to, to Baltimore, which is crazy. Because the Ravens, you know, I know the Browns became the Ravens in Baltimore. <laughs> but I'm just saying with the USFL thing going mm-hmm. on at the time. But mm-hmm. there was a World Football League years ago. Ooh, wow. Same, the same Ooh. teams, the same cities had teams. Like, I think it was the Philadelphia Bell. Yeah. Um, was yeah. back there. You had the New Jersey yeah. Generals, which is in the World Football League back in the day, if I'm not mistaken. And then you had um, place teams like the, I think it was called the San Antonio Gamblers. Yeah. Or yeah. Outlaws. 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 I think it was the Outlaws. Outlaws, yeah. Um, so it's just interesting to see how, again, you're having teams. You, you don't call them semi. Do you call them semi-pro? They're pro. They're pro. Most of them played in Division One colleges. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Um, but what I'm just saying is just um, picking up on what Jason was saying and what Ray was saying was hopefully the USFL will go to year two. Hopefully the XFL will go to year two because the USFL just got started. Um, so you're going to have a year three. So you're going to have. Uh, uh, USFL is about to go to year three. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, year three. Last year. yeah. Which is cool. Um, so I, I just like that. And I, and I yeah. like the fact that, you know, you have opportunity for all of these players to play in a different league to prepare them for the NFL. seems like everybody's still trying to work on getting in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's so true because, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. That is, you know, and, and, and uh, Jason, you make excellent points, you know, especially in today's age. But even look at how it was back when it started in the 80s. So many things that happened in the USFL, the NFL adopted two-point conversions, it was the yeah. World Football League in the eighties, if I'm not mistaken. It wasn't the USFL. If I'm not yeah, the World 80s. football World Football was in the seventies. Was in the uh, late seventies? Yeah, the, the w- mid to late seventies. W- yeah, because, WFL, yeah. Yeah, because they gotcha. took um the Dolphins, the Dolphins entire yeah. backfield with the exception of Greason. <laughs> and they only lasted a year. Yeah. <laughs> I I saw that okay. story, but the, um it was like the early ages because Reggie White Came from there. Um, oh, of course, gosh. Herschel Walker came from Herschel there. Walker, Doug Flutie. He played for the Generals. I remember yeah. that. And Doug right. Flutie played for the Generals. I remember Steve, that. Steve Young played for the LA Express. It, it, yeah, so it was just, um, it's, it's amazing. Mike Rozier for the Ballers. Yeah. So. Uh, he was terrible. Yes, he was. <laughs> I hate to yeah. say that. Terrible. <laughs> oh, my That's God. A- XFL was 2001 because that was like yes. at the end of the Attitude Era. Trust me, yeah. I'm an Attitude Era. Junkie, because I grew up on <laughs> that was my adolescence. 
Hey, I watched it too. You showing your age again because we were talking about. You said XFL was two thousand one. You said the USFL <laughs> must have started in the eighties, right? Yeah, then, oh, yeah. I wasn't was, born uh, for that. So that, I was that me being a grandfather. I was taking it back to the 70s, to the late yeah. 70s, when you talk about the World Football League. Everybody's right. like, what? What's a World Football League? Yo, that was big time. At the it time. was. It was, um, especially yeah. since they were, they, were, they were whooping out the loop. I heard right. it. Yeah, they were yeah, bouncing right. checks like basketballs. Though. Yes, they were. Yes, they certainly were. And, and they had to fight to get their rings, too. But the USFL, if right. you think about it, they were paying, because think about the deal that they gave um, – Jim Kelly, they gave him right. a ton of money. Right, same yeah. with Herschel Walker. Steve same Young. with Doug, Steve Young. Steve oh, Young. man. But the LA Express. A, but his was an annuity. So I think, are they still oh, paying so that, was, man? So it was held. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. You know what? That's interesting. Did the annuity ever mature? <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a good thing, question. It, yeah. it never matured, <laughs> then you had to pay it out. Right. Uh, so wow. that's, that's kind of crazy. But you see what we're talking about. We started off talking about football. We're talking about, mm-hmm. um, I don't even know if you call it off-season football because it's not off-season for these cats that are it's playing. Yeah, uh, yeah, so it's like you have spring football, summer football. This, the mm-hmm. USFL is going to be going into the summer, I would yeah. think, because this mm-hmm. is May. Um, next month is June. And again, like today in the USFL, you know, you have the um, – you have the um, uh, you have two games taking out uh, start two games today, and then you also have two games tomorrow. Um, so that's going to be interesting. That actually kicks off at twelve thirty today. Speaking of kicking off, uh, the WNBA is kicking off this week, this weekend. Okay, uh, we got we got to talk about that, and then also what, Ray? Did the season? Did they really have time to recuperate from the season? It just seemed like it happened quick. The season ended. They had the draft, and now <laughs> next thing you know, the new season has begun. It just seems so quick to me. Yeah, it does seem that quick. When you think about wow. the NBA, the mm-hmm. NBA draft is about to come upon us. And the yeah. NBA, you just had the lottery, which we'll talk about that in a second, too. But, I mean, it just seems like seasons. I think because, Ray, the media has us so in tune to the off seasons now. Yeah, because it true. didn't used to be mm-hmm. that way. Right. Yeah, since right. we get privy to so much information during the off seasons, it may seem like seasons never end. But think about it. For those professionals playing, then that's, they, just think their season might never end. You right. know, when do they get mm-hmm. to recuperate? Speaking of recuperate, that's the end of the first quarter. We're going to take a quick break. It's Urban Media Today Talk Sports. we got David Jones Jr., Brandon Walker, Ray Porter Jr., and Jason Dunn. We'll be right back after this timeout. Attention all sports fans. Are you ready for in-depth coverage of historically black college and university sports and professional sports? Look no further than HBCU Pro Sports Media Association. We're a national media organization dedicated to covering the stories and achievements of HBCU student athletes and pro players. As a member, you'll have access to a community of local and national black journalists, all working together to increase coverage of HBCU programs. Join us today. Be a part of the legion of HBCU and pro sports reporters. Visit us at HBCUProSportsMedia.com and stay informed on the latest HBCU and pro sports news. Urban Media Today talks sports. Ray Porter Jr., Pirates fan extraordinaire. Uh, Brandon Walker, (laughs) Jason Dunn, (laughs) David Jones. Yo, man, um, there's a lot to talk about. We started out talking about the USFL, XFL, and NFL a little bit. Um, That's interesting. I want to talk about the NBA, if you guys don't mind, because um, this week, the the, the lottery. San Antonio Spurs may have won the Victor Wimbanyama prize. But... I saw where they had Scoot Henderson probably going third in a mock mm-hmm. draft. Mm-hmm. But can Victor, the thing I want to ask you guys, especially you basketball heads, can Victor be what they think he's going to be? Can he change the franchise for the Spurs? Because, I mean, truth be told, we ain't really pay attention to the Spurs in a minute. No, it's been a long time. That's for sure. It's been a while since, <laughs> since they traded Kawhi. But what, I'll say this. He's seven foot three, I think. Seven five. Seven five? How you be halfway to seven eight, five. eight yep. feet seven tall, five. man? Damn. I thought he was seven three, but whatever. Seven five. Sorry, seven, seven four five. seven five. Seven four seven five. Whatever. He's taller than everybody in the league right now. So what's the difference besides Gobert? And I heard he was kicking his ass on the uh like you mean, what's the difference? Right. Like, between seven three, no, between seven three and seven five. No, but you're talking about a dude seven five that has a handle. I know. I'm talking about about, seven five that can shoot from beyond the arc. I know that. I know that. I know all that. Trevin Circle. (laughs) 
Travel circling in for the kill. Watch out. I, no, <laughs> you can't kill me. Trust me. But 7-3, he's still going to be the tallest player in the league next year. Oh, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Without yeah. Doubt. So what? what's like he was kicking Ruby Gobert's butt. So what? are you kidding? Yeah, in practice. No, no. I said he was okay. kicking his butt in oh, kicking his during butt. the practices. So okay. the thing is this. The only thing that could hurt, that could hinder him, was injuries. Yeah, and I was praying that. Yeah, that's what I was like. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing. I was praying that he didn't go to Portland because Portland has. <laughs> 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 like, no, that's oh, no. that's a that's a good point because yeah. you know, I was like, like Greg Oden, Sam Bowie. I mean, right. they they ended up in injuries. And yeah, that was top picks for Portland. I was like, okay, I think when he went to San Antonio, he's going to be. I was like, all right, he's going to be okay. Now here's my question about him. I mean, and I I've enjoyed interviews with that I've watched on television. Just a a, a, a a very very cool young man and very humble. My thing is, okay, you're seven five, but you're only two hundred and twenty pounds. You could. That's going to change. That, yeah. that is going to Build change. That up. Yeah. Uh, yes. maybe maybe not because remember we kept saying that. Wait till Kevin Durant puts that weight on. Wait till Kevin Durant is still the thin. What do they call him? The the thin reaper. Oh my Slim god! Reaper. Slim, Slim, really Slim Reaper. That? Slim Reaper. I'm sorry. Thank wow. you. The Slim Reaper. So yeah, he mm-mm. don't he bet had, on. But Jason, I'm gonna disagree. He has to put. I, I didn't, I'm not saying he has to turn into a calm alone. No, no, I'm not saying that. But he has to add at least ten to twenty pounds. If not, then we're talking. What we hope doesn't does happen. not happen, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he has. Wait a minute. To do that. Let me ask this question: Manu Bowl was never thick. No, did he, he succumb to injury? Yes, he did. But he, he played a long time. He played, he played a long time. Long time. Yes. But they never asked Manu Bowl to do the same things that they're going to exactly. Ask to do. Yes, that's the difference. This is like Mark Eaton. Yeah, he he was well, a shot block shot blocker extraordinaire. But he's um, But you know. This man is going to be carrying gonna, that team. He's going to right, carry yeah. that team. Yeah, for 82 games, mm-hmm. he has Plus the playoffs. Yes. But he's no David Robinson. No, 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 no. He's not no. David or Tim. This is the different right. type of guy where he's not going to run down the court, post up, and get the ball. No, this dude's going to be bringing it up. This dude's going to be facilitating. He's going to be doing a little bit of everything. So now we're talking a different type of wear and tear. And well, it's not to say post players don't get wear and tear. I'm not saying that. He's going to be asked to do, he's going to be asked to post up. He's going to be asked to do everything. But yeah. you know who was good at that, though, to be honest with you? And I'm wondering if he kind of reminds me, well, will remind me of that is how Howard Keane played center. He was not your average center. No, 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 he no. Wasn't. But didn't did Hakeem have no. a handle? He didn't have a handle though. He yes, he did. Like somebody that yeah. he had a he, he had, had a handle. I'm talking about bringing the ball up court hand. But yeah, yeah. like okay. to what Trevin's saying, he did, he's not going to be asked to do what this young man's going to be asked to do. Right, and, and that's right. why I say he has to. That there's like if I were him, he has. To, I would call LeBron like tomorrow and say, right. "Hey, man, I want to spend that money on sports medicine like you did." That help me have a long career. Long career, right? yeah. That's oh, the yeah, yeah. first thing I would do when okay. he gets in the league. I would call LeBron immediately. Okay, what do you think? Because my thing kind of went out. I didn't hear it. What do you think yeah. he's going to what needs to weigh to be optimal in the league? See, and, and that's – even that is – we can debate that all day. The bottom line is he has to get stronger. Yes, I don't want to put a number to say, oh, he has to be 250 or 260 or 270. That's really not the case. Like, his sports medicine team needs to be on point. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think I – don't, I think we all agree that – I don't think there's a set number he needs to be. I think it's whatever LeBron is doing, he needs to follow that to the team. Right. Functional strength. Right. Yes. And that's – and that's good. That's a good point, David. Uh, you know, I was thinking, too, of an example of another player, Stephen Adams. When he came in for his only season at Pitt, he was small. Yeah. 
But yeah, now but look at look at him now. That's a big that's a big man. Yeah, that's a big man though. I mean yeah, when, I, when I talked to him, it was like literally like this. So I mean but I think I mean yeah. personally to me he reminds me of Ralph Sampson. And that's when I look at his when I look too. at his build, not his yeah. game. Physique wise, yes. That's but a good honestly, the Ralph only reason Sampson, why yeah. Ralph Sampson his game doesn't remind you of Ralph Sampson because Sampson wasn't allowed to do the stuff that this kid is doing. Because think uh, about it. Because I mean, yeah. we talked about this a while ago on the show where it was like Samson was he was thought of as being soft because he he could step out and hit jumpers and, and shoot three pointers mm. or he could handle the ball and pass really well. I mean, at seven four, if I'm not mistaken, seven, Ralph, four, Sam- yeah. Yeah, Ralph Sampson, Ralph Sampson, seven four, similar height. Just a he giant. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't allowed to do half of the stuff that he probably was capable of doing. So and and he was considered soft and he never put on I mean he put on some weight but not the same type of weight where it was like if he was playing in a post, which is the same thing with this kid, if he was playing in a post then yeah he'd have to put on at a minimum of thirty extra pounds. At a minimum. Yeah. But, with him, a- but with him playing out and being asked to possibly, you know, bring the ball up, pass out of the post, but, you know, pass from the top of the key and set things up and pick and pop and all this other stuff. Like David said, probably just put on maybe 10, 15 pounds and gain that functional strength. I don't, I mean, it's the, today's NBA, everything is positionless. That's, you just said the magic words. Ralph mm. couldn't do that because the game was a bully ball game. During yeah. his era, you play know, inside that's out. let's play yeah. inside out. That yeah. is true. So now the that's game true. is different. So this, this is going to let this young man thrive. I don't know if you guys. I've watched a couple clips. Did you guys see him shoot a jump shot, miss it, and tip dunk it? I yeah. was yeah. like, "Where yeah. the yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Scared. You know what? You see him take like maybe a step or two from the from the from the sideline to take yeah. a step or two and put the ball back in the basket. I mean, like, yes. yeah, yeah. But yeah, the thing he, is, oh, go ahead. no, go ahead, Brandon. Oh, the thing is, he's with Pop. That's gonna be a big thing. He's he's gonna be able. He's he's got a coach that's gonna work on his jump shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, his assistant. That he he's in the best situation that he can be in the NBA. Yes, I don't think depends so. On the kid. I it depends on the kid. Depends I on disagree. the kid. Some yep. kids can't take Pop as a coach because he's old school. Yeah. Very if, old. School. If he's humble, like Ray said, and he goes in there, if he gives that Tim Duncan mentality, he's going to be scared. If he's a Tim Duncan, but if he's a Kawhi or the rest of these younger type, younger generations that that have a different mindset, sometimes that doesn't work with Pop being the coach. Yeah. Pop is and not even the coach. When you look at the team, and, and what I want to say in reference to to what Jason was saying, the only thing I had an issue with what Jason was saying, David picked right up on it. It's a different era. It's a different yeah. society. It's a different culture. True. So yeah. Ralph Sampson, we saw Ralph do the things he did in high school. That's when you mm. really saw Ralph do his thing. No, when he got you college, saw Ralph do the fucking thing. I saw him in high school. Well, I, I saw him every so, day, but I, you know. So, because when I was in my like my junior year, my my sophomore year, freshman year, um, Sam Bowie came to town and played against us, my high school. So wow. Sam and Ralph were going at it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was on a JV team and I'm sitting there watching like, yo, this is crazy. This dude is so tall. But then I saw my cousin and two other players that I knew real well who were about. I think my cousin Chucky was about six, six. And then you had Abe, Aaron Fitzgerald was about six, eight. Um, and then you had a cat named Bill Benner. Um, um who was about six seven? So I saw them surround Sam Bowie and play against him. Now I never got to see Ralph in person, but I saw Ralph play as well, and I was just like, "Yo, this dude, he could shoot from outside. He could, he could actually. He didn't have a handle like Victor Wambanyama has a handle, right. but he could handle himself as a big man. But at that time, during that era, nobody expected the big man to come out the paint. Yeah. Yeah. If you were outside the That's paint true. as a big man, you got yelled at." So yeah, I, I do agree, Jason, when you said wasn't allowed to, because uh-huh. when he got to Virginia, UVA, yeah, I could see that. They expected him to be the man in the middle and just dominate. And he and, could dominate because he was so long. But what I'm uh, Yeah, but what I'm what and and, and when Banyama, he's gonna benefit from, from the fact that they're not 
it's, it's not position. It's positionless basketball again, like mm-hmm. David said and like Jason said. In the mm-hmm. NBA, it's positionless in a sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll, he'll thrive. I had an issue, two things I want to bring to you guys' attention. Number one, he's not coming to the Spurs with the same type of players that Tim Duncan and David Robinson had when they came yeah, to the Spurs, that's great especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the, especially when it comes to the guards and especially when it comes to the power forwards. Um, right. and, and then David and Tim got to play together. That's yeah. true. So, yeah. and the second thing is when I look at the roster for the Spurs, I'm not impressed. Like, they have picks. They do have yeah, picks. They do have picks. But they, my thing is, they're probably going to have to revamp the whole yes. entire team uh-huh. once they bring in Wimbanyama. Now, mm-hmm. has Pop done that before? Did he do it with 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 um with uh David Robinson? Because Robinson yes, came in before. Well, he no, no, he, he didn't have to. Because because they they were were good. Good. Yeah, they weren't good he, when yeah. Tim got drafted. They were yeah. not good. Right. With Tim. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Robinson was out. He was hurt. Sean he was hurt. missed that whole year. He missed yeah. that whole yeah, year. Sean yeah. Elliott was hurt. Yeah, Sean Elliott. I think A.B. Yeah. Johnson was hurt. Mm-hmm. There was a whole lot of mitigating factors for them to make 20. Because they was at, in 96, as I remember, when I first yeah. started watching basketball, the first year, David Robinson won MVP. And that was 95. Yeah, Shaq should have right, won. All right, so what we're going to do <laughs> is it's, it's halftime right now. We're going to shut that down real quick because we got to come back and talk about this. This is a hot topic. We want to talk about it. Uh, it's Urban Media Today Talk Sports. We play a full game here. That's the end of the second quarter, which means it's halftime. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. We've got Brandon Walker, Ray Porter Jr., Jason Dunn, David Jones Jr. We'll be right back after this time. Treats and Beans redefines the concept of waffles and crepes from breakfast side dish to a main dish that can be served or delivered any time of the day. On a day like today, Hey, why, why not, not treat, treat yourself, yourself to this deliciousness at Treats and Beans, Beans located in Oakland, 118 Myron Avenue. For mouth-watering recipes that will blow your mind, waffles, crates, and coffee, oh my, it's, it's got, got to be Treats and Beans. Urban Media Today talks sports. We're talking NBA right now. We're talking Victor Wimbanyama. Um, supposedly, I always say supposedly because... The Spurs won the lottery, and they are going to make the first pick. Everybody's saying it's a no-brainer. They're going to pick Victor. Of course, I'm thinking the same thing. 7-5, has a handle, can shoot from outside. Damn near doesn't he have to jump to dunk. I'm just walk up to the rim because he's, been, he's just that athletic. But he, he is. He's that athletic. When you watch him sometimes, when he puts his arms up because he's so long, it's almost like he don't have to jump, even when he's doing so, following up. Yeah. You know, so – the thing, the issue I had, gentlemen, with that, we talked about the roster. We can get back to that in a second. I have a problem when I heard the talking heads talk about he's the greatest prospect, some have said, in NBA history. Yeah. Then I think to myself, Wilt Chamberlain? And I heard, I, I kept hearing one person say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Luau Cinder. And I give Kareem all his props because he's, and he was uh, one time the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Right, but right. <laughs> this dude is better than any of them. We haven't no. seen him play yet. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. That's so premature. That's my point. There yeah. you go. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. I mean, honestly, look at Kareem's body of work before he set foot on an NBA court. True. Mm-hmm. I mean, he won everything. He everything. won everywhere. Mm-hmm. The man lost, what, two games in college and one game in high school, one or two yeah. games in high school. Yeah, he was a bad boy, man. I mean, good lord, his middle school team went undefeated. Come on. <laughs> I mean, he got rings he, like this. <laughs> yes, yes, he's got rings for fi- all his fingers and toes. I mean, it's retarded. <laughs> but I just look at it, and I'm just like, you can't say that this guy is, excuse me, is the greatest thing since sliced bread because. Uh-huh. Excuse me, guys. He's still unproven. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and it's so easy. And what's, about a t- what's about a time LeBron was unproven? Well, when? LeBron was unproven, but LeBron came in and mauled when yeah. Jordan had his workout. So yeah, yeah, he had sorry, that type you. of hype. Of course, when he when he was doing in high school, you could tell he was next level. Yes, but you could. To me, yeah. When he did, when he went in there with LeBron, um, with Jordan and them doing those workouts, he earned that. Like, and it's not. Listen, this young man is unbelievable. Yes, and the fact that he's playing overseas and he's been playing overseas since what, like 15, 16, something like that. Yes. Yes, that that is very intriguing. But as 
basketball heads in America. That's he didn't do it over here. And I'm not right. trying to knock him. You know what I'm saying? Like, does he have all the potential to be one of the greats? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But like like Trevin said, to compare him to Wilt, Kareem, LeBron, yeah. and oh, uh, oh well, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. I'm just saying But that's the hype. That's the way <laughs> yeah, I, I, I right. say oh. I ain't going there, but I'll say this. He he was playing against grown men in France. They yes. uh, there's guys that mm-hmm. played in the league in France. Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely. So, like, France is like one of like the best. It's it's one of the, the good country. Euro leagues. It's yes. very good. Yes. I'm, it, it ain't you like have we, a great point. Absolutely. Like yes. you would say it's better you would say right now it's better than if he played D one college ball. Would you agree with right, that? But let's let's focus. Let's focus. What I'm saying to you, gentlemen, is that the talking heads have been saying that this dude is the one of the. Mm-hmm. I've heard them. I've heard some say greatest prospect, and I've heard some say one of the greatest prospects. Once and I'm in thinking a generation, myself, you'll hmm, hear that a yeah, lot. Yeah, a once in a generation talent. I'm not mad at the once in a generation talent because Will Chamberlain wasn't once in a generation talent when you right, right, okay, because right. but look at. The, the time, the era, and the way the game was set up. What was dominating. Oh. Again, even with, 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 with Kareem, Luau Sender, the time, the era, the way things were set up, dominating. You can even say, when you talk about people dominating, Pete Maravich, the way the game is set up, right, dominating. Right. Yeah. You understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But you can't say Pete Maravich was the greatest of all time, Will Chamberlain was the greatest of all time. Then you get into the arguments. And that's what I'm saying for this young gentleman, Okay. This young man to come out and all of a sudden you're saying, "Well, he's the greatest thing," and it's like, "Well, damn, no. give him yeah. a break." Yeah, that, <laughs> let that, him play a game first. And, and today's society, they're so quick to say all time. They're so quick to say ever, and I'm like the kid has to play. We got to see what he does, you know, for them to say anything, you know. So yeah, they. I think that's very that's very premature to say that. And, and right. my thing is, if you're gonna mention centered, you still got to mention Shaq. So I'll just say that. But right. yeah, that, but yeah, that's very premature. But even with Shaq, we watched him destroy that uh, University of Arizona or uh, Arizona Arizona front line. It was a Sean Brooks, Brian yeah. Williams. He destroyed them. Yeah, and I cook. mean, it wasn't even. So it was like <clears throat> you knew. Yeah, you know. He comes yeah. in yeah. because all those guys made it to the league. And he used to run the he used to run the points. <laughs> that man right. would triple up up the court. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but there oh, was he did. No, was I nothing. Oh, good. Oh, no, there was no, I mean, my biggest thing is it's always it has always been yeah, Sabonis was great, but we never got to see the great Sabonis in the league. Uh-huh. Um uh what's the guy's name? Uh Oscar Schmidt. He was supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread, but there's always an asterisk behind his name because he didn't play in the league. He didn't play in the league. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Now, that's true. when Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili were doing their thing in France and in um, Spain, <clears throat> there was no question because they answered all the questions because guess what? They played in the league mm-hmm. and, and, won put, and won championships and put up put up stats. Both of them probably going. Both of them not probably are going to the Hall of Fame. That's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, it's I not, think so. So those guys, in my personal opinion, this kid is. He's got a lot of talent. I yeah. mean, he. You know, we're not used to. Well, many in this generation are not used to seeing a big man handle and do the things that he's doing, but. I can't call him the greatest. I mean, personally, that's just too much hyperbole in my personal. Yeah, opinion. and there's too many expectations for the kid too, man. Yeah, yeah let him play a game. Yeah, let him play and, a quarter. And then the other question is: is um, obviously is uh, San Antonio going to spend some monies? Free agent they have, they have, yeah. they have to. Yeah. Have. Yeah. I think yeah. that forces their hand. They yeah. have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fan expectation is going to be crazy. Yeah. You know, and. You don't want this kid to play out his rookie contract and be like, you know what, we trash. I'm out. Uh-huh. No, but hold on. I'll tell you something. They got, they got some good. Kelvin Johnson averages 22 points a game. All right, Devin Vassell averaged 22, uh, averaged 18. What? They're 23 and 22 years old respectively. They can, they have talent. It ain't like the covers bare there. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of they got their points because they're playing on trash teams and blowouts and stuff like that. But for what it's worth, they do have a little bit. They have something there in the guard position. Yeah, but it's not like I like. It's not like when not Robinson. Like Tony Parker. Yeah, yeah go ahead. well, we're not saying I'm not saying that, but we're, for what it's worth, they got he has a little bit of something to start out with. And then I don't know, bro. If he comes know, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> if they come in, if he comes in and balls out, people are going to want to play with him, though. Yeah, I feel you, and I know where you're trying to they go with him. it, but I mean, real is real, man. If you look at the, the Spurs roster right now, who are you impressed with? Don't worry, we'll wait. Well, I mean, <laughs> wait you, you, wanna, you know you what I'm saying? Talk, like they can, they can. San Antonio's front office has a way to figure, has a history of figuring stuff out. Like Trevor yeah, said, but I if get can change the definition to a lot of things. That's all I'm saying. If can this change the definition to a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, David, I'm sorry. No, I get where he's going, but yeah, bro. Even with what you're saying, like the young <clears throat> core of what you said, yes. They probably still will be in the picture. They probably won't just totally throw everybody out, but they're going to have to bring in some veteran leadership. That's that's a San Antonio core right whoa, there. Whoa, whoa, I got to stop you. And this okay. is something that I've been paying attention to and listening to a lot of these old former NFL or NFL NBA players <laughs> like a Kevin Garnett, <clears throat> like a Paul Pierce, like a um, <clears throat> Stephen Jackson. There are no more vets like there used to be. No. There are no sure. more. Like, Donis Haslam is yeah. the last. He is the last dinosaur. Really um, but wait a minute. Let me ask you this question. LeBron James is a vet, correct? Isn't this his 20, going on his 20th year? No, 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 no. I understand where you're going with that, but this is not okay. what I'm. They're talking about a vet in terms of he may not be the main guy, but he's the he's the old head on the team. That teaches you how to be a pro. Teaches you about nutrition. Oh, I understand what you're saying. He puts yeah, you in that position. Right. He puts you in that position to where you're learning how to <clears throat> like I remember Horace Grant when he got to the uh when he got to the match. <clears throat> he taught he told Shaq, buy a suit, dude. Wear a suit. This is how you conduct yourself for interviews, conduct yourself for practice. Right, you, right. They don't have right. that in the league anymore. I have to disagree don't. with you. I had to disagree with you. LeBron James. LeBron okay. James proves it off the court as well as on the court. And if you think about it, he's brought young cats into his teams as he's created his teams. And he's actually ch- teaching them how to be a pro. I mean, Trevor. look at D'Angelo Russell coming back to the Lakers. I'm but, like, okay, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. But does LeBron play for the Spurs? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you're talking about one of what is it, 400, 375 yeah, yeah, guys, 450? Like, yeah. You okay. have to have point, those guys. Probably about, you have, you have there's less than five them. of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Point. I agree yeah. with David. Right, I agree with a dying too. breed. Okay. That's interesting. That's, that's, that's interesting. legitimate. But they need somebody. They, can we agree? They need somebody. You can't run in there with all young guys. And, and, and it's not a knock to the younger generation because even back in the 80s, you needed a vet from the 70s. And as crazy as this sounds, <laughs> they need a vet from what, <laughs> 20 before 2020. Need <laughs> 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 people my age. <laughs> Man, I mean, that's yeah. crazy. Can't argue, can't argue with yeah. that. <laughs> and that, that's a good point. We're coming up short on time. We're coming up at the end of the third quarter, which is, it goes that fast. But the fellas, they, they have great points because, and no disrespect to the Spurs, and I don't disrespect any professional athlete who, who suits up and gets on the field because there's a lot, there's millions of people who can't do what they do. So I give you that right away. But when I'm looking at the Spurs, just looking at the Spurs as a basketball fan, um, to see um, Wemby. Um, Victor Wembanyama go to the Spurs and then it's like okay so now what are you going to do because again mm-hmm. nobody's really talked about the Spurs for a minute you know right. I think they were talking about Coach Pop retiring now it's like okay he's probably not going to retire mm-hmm. something like this and I don't mean he was going to retire this year but I'm just saying 
that was just floating around. Um, so that, that's interesting. We're going to take a quick break, end of the third quarter, so we can get a full fourth quarter in here. It's Urban Media Today Talk Sports. We'll be right back at this time. Now we outside. Let's get the grub at the best halal spot in the city. Salem's Market and Grill. Now from the grill side to the market side, Salem's is the only spot for the farm to table fresh meats and produce. Delicious meals with affordable prices and excellent customer service. Did you know there are some people in Pittsburgh that have never been to Salem's? Abdullah says, we're the closest thing to home cooking you'll ever get. Stop by Salem's Market and Grill today. Open every day, 2923 Penn Avenue in the Strip District. Buy in bulk. Salem's Wholesale is coming soon. Urban Media Today talks sports. Jason Dunn, Ray Porter Jr., Brandon Walker, David Jones Jr. We're talking hoops, talking NBA. We didn't even talk playoffs yet. (laughs) <laughs> you, got the Lakers, you got the Lakers going at it against the Nuggets, and you got the the Heat and the Celtics. Uh, we we're talking about Victor Wembanyama, um, who, who I think is I think he's between seven three and seven five. I see where he's been listed at seven five, but then I've see, also seen where he's listed at seven three. Um, but he got a handle and he could play. So we just spent the last um, quarter talking about him. What I want the gentle, the fellas to do is let's look at this playoffs, man. I mean, let's Incredible. look at the, the the Lakers and the Nuggets. The Heat and the Celtics? I'm mad at Playoff Jimmy. I, I truly want to see the Lakers and the Celtics go at it because that's an old school ride. That would be old school, yeah. Yeah, yeah would. That, that's just me. I don't want to see the Nuggets in the champion. So I'm, I'm sorry. No disrespect to Denver. I don't want to see Denver. I mean, Jimmy Buckets. I don't want to see Jimmy Butler because he left Philly. But anyway, um, <laughs> they had a, they had a chance to keep him. No, no, they had a chance to keep him. They he had, did, a they had the chance, Trevor. He did hey, not. They signed Tobias yeah. Harris. Mm-hmm. Tobias yeah. Harris. He takes that personal every yes, time. Yes, he does. Yes, but he let should. Me, but let me ask this question, though. And, you know, just to just to dig up some stuff, what happened to Philly? What happened yeah, to the they process? Quit. They quit. Game they quit six, man. Game. game six. Uh, no, game after, seven. After game, si- game seven, <clears throat> it, looked like, it looked like they just lost their heart. Yeah. yeah. You can literally yeah. see them walking around. Okay, Harden has not been the same since OKC lost to the Heat. Damn, and that's, you know, and that's going Terrible. back. That's going. And I only bring up Game Six because that was their chance to yeah. to, to lock to, it up. Yeah, to lock it up. Yeah, but, but Jason Tatum wasn't having it. Tatum was not having it. Yeah, what like, a series for him. Doing it. Yeah. No, he yeah. stunk up until what Game Six or seven. Quarter? Yeah, yeah yes. he did. He did. Terrible. Points. Yeah, but the points? thing is this. Hold up. Yeah, this is the point. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do. I proved you wrong. 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 What are you talking about? I don't know. Are you proving folks wrong that ain't here, man? (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Who picked Boston to win to go past Philly? I didn't. Okay, no, I didn't. I was with Philly all the way. Yeah, I, I was for Philly Boston as well. Yeah. No, 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 no. Who picked Boston to go past who? this guy? You're truly <laughs> okay. Go stand up and get that man a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. This is a family. I, I, I <laughs> this is a family. Pro, this is a family uh, podcast of black men. So therefore, I'm gonna let that slide. So but, let me ask you this: what, what do you guys, Who do you guys want to see in the finals? <laughs> what two teams do you want to see in the finals? The NBA Boston finals. And what two teams? Denver and slide. Boston, or Denver and the Heat. No, no, you got to pick two. You can't go either. Or. <laughs> pick All two. Right. Denver and the Heat. Denver and the Heat. It. I said it. Uh, I'm hating on you right now. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead, David. Who you, who you picking? I'm, I mean, the Lakers and. The Heat, bro. The Lakers, Lakers in the, the Heat. heat. Yeah. Oh, okay, that'd be cool. Ray, did you say who you picking? No, you know what? I was going to say that too. The Lakers in the Heat. I would love to see that. The Lakers in the Heat. Because I, you know, this, yeah. But although the Celtics and Lakers would be classic, but I would love of to course. see the Lakers. Yeah, in the heat. Yes. Yes. yeah. Rematch of the bubble championship. So, Jason, <laughs> why Denver, man? Why That's are you true. picking Denver? Honestly, yo, yeah. Jokic, man. Oh, he's yeah, a beast. Yeah. Jokic is ridiculous. He's a beast, man. <laughs> I, I sat up there and watched him make Aiden quit. He, I mean, some of the stuff that I'm watching, he's he's not flashy. He's not. 
He's not he's the slow. best athlete. He's slow. <laughs> he, but my God, he had fundamentally sound though. But he, he had right. it done. Yeah, I watched him make AD look like he was trying, look like he was chasing the Keystone Cops or something. It was ridiculous. In the beginning of Game One, yes, yes. yes. In the second half of Game One, it was yep. a different story because Hachimura <laughs> was on him, and yeah. AD was playing like a, a, a different type of position. Mm-hmm. Um, but go ahead, I'm sorry. And AD Triple actually put up 40 points. Yeah, AD wasn't no slouch now. But Joker AD put no up slouch. 30, was it 36 and 12 and 18 or something stupid? Is yeah. His, yeah. Um, I'm like, yo, we said everybody him said was five him. rebounds, five offensive rebounds in the first few minutes of the game. He had five rebounds already. Are you serious? In game one, we're talking about. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. you watch his game and it's like, you know, you had Larry Bird. I'm not comparing him to Larry Bird, so please what? don't. I'm not comparing him to Larry Bird. <laughs> but what I'm saying is he's the most fundamentally sound guy of that persuasion <laughs> that persuasion. we've seen. I don't know about that. Nope. Who? Who? Because we're going to talk about white chocolate. But yeah, what do you mean what about white Luka. chocolate that played with Sacramento? He's better than Luka because Luka folds in the playoffs. Uh, J- Jason doesn't. Jason Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, that ain't. That's something different. Right. Totally, <laughs> totally that's something different. different. Okay. Totally that's different. different. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. And he I won a ring that. too. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. Jason Miami. Williams. Yes, Miami. he did. Yes, he did. With Miami, yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> yep. That boy was bad. That boy yeah, was, was bad. Nobody. Everybody's like, "Yo, who is this? Where he come from? And how do you do that?" That's everything. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. With Randy Moss in high school. Yeah. I feel you. Okay. So. So we got one person that says Denver and the Heat. Is that what yeah. you said? You said Jimmy Denver Buckets, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Butler, man. I'm sorry. He is not supposed to happen. Not we have. We don't like. We don't. We try not to get that man his props, but it's like, damn. <laughs> I mean, it's like he puts a team on his back. Yeah, he caught fire for sure. Man. Yeah, right. but he's you know been what? on fire. When you said it's not supposed to happen, these are professional athletes that train 24-7 that do their thing. So it is supposed to happen. It's just like they take the, the, take the prime. I think what makes a superstar a superstar is opportunity, meeting the opportunity, and excelling mm-hmm. above the challenge that's in front of you. I think, and, it's, and it's on a big stage. Mm-hmm. I think the big stage has, makes, a, makes, makes a big difference. The only reason I say that, Dave, because I see you shaking your head, is because people don't see it, then they act like oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I wasn't shaking my head. I was, I was keeping my thought because I was waiting for you to finish because I Go wanted ahead. to say something. You know what attracts me to Jimmy Butler? And for you guys from Pittsburgh, you probably will feel this. Trevin, you're a, you're a Pittsburgh guy, whether you want to fight it or not. But nah, I'm living there, but I ain't. <laughs> go ahead. It's all good. Jimmy Butler, to. to me, fits Pittsburgh's mold of a hard hat mentality. And that's what I really love about Jimmy Butler. And when, and when I see Jimmy Butler, I, even though I know he's from Houston, his mentality, I was like, man, he could be, he could be from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I say like, that you know we what? can relate I'll, to him. You yeah. know what? I'll tell you, sir, I'm going to give you something further, David. I'll give you a football comparison. Jimmy compare, Jimmy Butler is the basketball, is the highest worth for football. In That's a fair. crazy way. That's fair. That's fair. Like, yeah. hard working, they ain't supposed to make it. Highest worth went, came to the Steelers with no ACLs. I don't know his injuries. He's just like tough, gritty, gives you everything he's got, clutch in the moment, things yeah. of that nature. And no matter what happens, you cats always make this show a Pittsburgh show. <laughs> not a Pittsburgh show. Hey, I didn't this do is it. Not I a didn't show do it. in Pittsburgh. He did. It's not all about <laughs> Pittsburgh. And you cats always bring it back to Pittsburgh. It's all good. It's all good. Hey. Real quick, since we run out of time, that's a great point, Brandon. Um, <laughs> since we run out of time, uh, what I want to do is how just yay or nay and quick, real quick. Doc Rivers being fired by the Sixers. How do you feel, Ray? I guess I'm not surprised that it happened. Because he lost three straight uh, game sevens, but it's a shame that it happened. So no, I'm yeah. I don't I don't like it, but I'm not surprised. Jason, I think it sucks. I think it's Brandon. Okay, okay, Brandon. Uh, I think his coaching career is over. He had a Whoa. great career, but Whoa. what? Nah, that's too strong. No, so, that's too strong. No, that's too okay. strong. 
Uh, I think he would be. Um, No, and especially because if you guys look at, they're getting ready to recycle coaches right behind them. Like, if we're going to fire him and you're talking about Mike D'Antoni coming right behind him, why fire Doc Rivers then? Exactly. Exactly. I do agree. Totally agree. Okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't being sour because I'm a Sixers fan because I was sour with that one. I mean, yeah, I didn't like Doc when he was coaching in Boston. And then when, even when he was coaching the Clippers, I'm like, I still like Doc. But, yeah, but me it's too. really just to give up on him like that, it's yeah. like the team giving up in, in game seven, in the second half of game seven, you're just giving up. Like, yeah. But he knew. In the time. he knew. But they told him, they yeah. told him his job was to get out of the, uh, get to the, at least to the Eastern Conference Finals. That was it. That was the mandate when they hired him. But we're talking Philly. Philly hasn't even been there since Allen Iverson. So now that you're there, it's like, why are you getting rid of the coach that's getting you there consistently? He's getting you deep in the playoffs. Why get rid of him now? And to bring D'Antoni in? Uh, well, I agree. Have him because as a finalist. Let's go there. That that totally <laughs> defeats what, yeah. what's being said. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Look, who's, yep. look who, who is the GM. Who's the GM? Don't worry. Who is the point guard? James Harden. I don't think he got anything to do with James Harden because Dan Tony didn't get Dude. the job yet. If he no, gets he the job, get no, he did He'll not. Right. If He'll he get gets it. the job, he's not. I'm telling you, Harden. They already Wait said Harden. So you going to tell me that my Philadelphia 76ers are going to turn everything over to James Harden? Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's stupid. That's stupid. Yes. It's stupid, but that's but it that's what happen, it is. Though. Unfortunately, Trevin, it could happen. Uh, okay, cool. Can we change the subject real quick? <laughs> <laughs> but it's we not talking about Pittsburgh again. <laughs> no, man. Uh, actually, we're going to go into the two, go into the two minute offense, um, so that you guys have time. We're going to go around the room real quick, talk about what's been on your mind, something that might be heavy on your heart, or something you just want to talk about. Um, Ray, we're going to start with you first. <clears throat> yes, sir. You know what's, what I've been thinking about is what's been taking place earlier in the week about the ACC talk. They're having ACC sports. uh, They're having their meetings, and the talk has been about the so-called, and I I can't stand this phrase, magnificent seven teams that say they're the cream of the crop of the ACC. And basically, it seems like they're trying to go back to the old days, really, saying that they either want more piece of the pie or maybe want to start their own league. So it's like, you know, I – you know, the, the way they have this deal is you'd have to pay $120 million to opt out of the conference, which is pretty airtight. But if something like that would happen, it would be a shame that they wouldn't consider a school like Pitt in, in there. But if something was to happen where Pitt is out or if they bolted, I hope they go to the Big 12, period. And here's why. It's because they get a chance to, to play West Virginia on a permanent basis. And the fact is the Big 12 is more stable. So it's just a shame that they left the Big East because the Big East was falling apart to get to conference stability, and now you're hearing talks like that. So it'll be interesting to see how it all wraps up and how it all moves out and how it all ends, really. So just the interesting ACC stuff. better learn from the Big East. That's all I got to say. The ACC right. better learn from exactly. the Big East. Exactly. Right, right. Good stuff, Ray. Good stuff. Terrible, Thank you, sir. What you got, Brandon? All right. I don't really have a story, a sports story this week, but – I got to shout out Ray Porter. Heard oh, a sermon. no, no. <laughs> I have to, man. Like, for real. Not only is he, Ray, a great sports commentator, great sports writer, but he's even a better man of the Most High God. I heard him preach for the first time. I, I unfortunately couldn't go to this church because my, I had, you know, injured. I, I was injured, but yeah, he's humble, but he's an electrified preacher. If you ever get to hear him preach, do it. His house is the Potter Ministries. And I hope he becomes the main pastor there. Not, not my you, place. Not my I, place. I said, I hope you. I said, I, I, said, I hope you. That's what's up. Good thanks, stuff. Thanks for your kind words, sir. Thank you. Our own Ray Porter Jr. Good job, man. I already know you can talk, so I know you can <laughs> uh, right, So, Jason, good stuff, Brandon. Good stuff. So, Jason, what you got, man? Um, it harkens back, harks back to what we were talking about uh, with needing veterans and 
the lack of veterans in the NBA. And sorry, I got to talk about him. John Morant. Where are the vets to pull Where his coat? Uh-huh. Where they are they? Don't have that. They don't have one, Jason. That's the, to your point. I know. Exactly. That's my point. That's my yeah. point. That's my point. The NBA has basically, to get younger, they've kicked out all of the older players, all the guys who knew how to get, for lack of a better term, get the younger guys. In I don't know if this is your thing, but isn't his doesn't his father right there on the sidelines? Isn't his father at his games? I understand. Why, why that. are you looking past family for somebody else to give that brother support? I understand has, that. It should be family. The passage has been like that for years. Yes, mm-hmm. it is something gotcha. that sometimes, and us being fathers, understand that sometimes your teammate, your old head teammate, might be able to get your ear better than your own father. Mm-hmm. And especially when your father seems to be one of your boys yeah. as opposed to your father. Okay. And my thing with him is, say he had he, he plays for Miami, and he's got Udonis Haslam. He doesn't have. I, I pretty much believe in my heart he doesn't have these same issues that he's dealing with. We can't be so quick to kick out the old guys just for the newer model. The NBA, I believe, for you know, for all one of the many things that I find. I don't like about it. There are a lot that I do, but one of the things that I don't like about it is the fact that we don't have those vets to groom these younger men into number one, being a professional athlete and everything that goes along with being a professional athlete. And like David said, a rite of passage into being a a grown man. (laughs) And there's that lack of it. So stuff, man. Good stuff. Now, that's a reflection of society, though, because if you look yes, at society is. as a it whole, is. it's true. It is. It's true. It truly so, is. And, and America is being hypocritical because you have people in Congress or people at the state level, people in politics who have brandished arms and shown pictures of them. And you're not. In the, now you want to focus mm-hmm. on a young man who's in the, in the league. Um, so, true. Uh, the United States is being hypocritical, hypocritical um, society. Society, um, in that case, I'm not for it, but I'm not. I'm, I'm just look. You gotta look at the whole picture. All right, David mm-hmm. Jones Jr., what you got? Good stuff, Jason. What you got, David? Oh, man, um, I'm gonna keep it basketball, but I'm gonna go to the other side. I feel for the WNBA. Their model is so tough. You know, I, I sat and watched in entirety this time the whole draft, and to see top first-round picks getting cut because of the business model. And and Mm -hmm. listen, I get the business model. Like, you can't run the WNBA like the NBA because it doesn't bring that type of revenue in. If if anybody gets that, I do. But that system is so broken. I I watched, I I looked at a, um, a breakdown today of the draft classes and how many players still play from each draft class. On average, this will blow you away. There's 36 picks in the WNBA. And on average, over the last 10, 10 to 12 years, on average, only eight from each class are playing. Wow. I believe uh, it. Isn't that something? Wow. <laughs> so I, I, I'm thinking to myself, we're, you know, this whole Brittany Griner situation, you know, what happened in Russia, but you're forcing those young ladies overseas. And at some point until the popularity kicks up, until they get more sponsorship money, until they get a better business model to expand, you're going to see some of these top players, they walking across the stage smiling, thinking their life is about to change change and they're getting cut two weeks later yep or leaving the league to go for more money and yeah yeah, yes absolutely because they're making a meal overseas and you know on average they're making i think with the new collective bargaining agreement they can get up to on average like 90 to 100 now what you gonna do if you got a family you're going to get that back why was britney grinder in russia in the first place that's exactly. good stuff. And I think that it, I do think David is going to change because if you look at from where it came to where it is now. Yes. 
leaps and leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. Absolutely. Um, so I think it's I think it's going to change because you look at the college game now for women. What that that championship game got? How many viewers? Are you are you say are you serious? And then you're looking at the go ahead. Trevin, let me stop you for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Urban Urban Media today because when I covered that South Carolina UCLA game, mm-hmm. when I walked on that floor, I got chills, bro. Thank you to Ray Porter Jr., Jason Dunn, Brandon Walker, and David Jones Jr. as Urban Media Today Talks Sports. Urban Media Today Talks Sports every week on Urban Media Today Radio, where you can listen in on free music and podcasts on our SoundCloud station at Urban Media Today. And for more information, log on to UrbanMediaToday.com, your lifestyle, entertainment, and sports blog website. What type of game is being played? How's it going down? I get up, all right? The views and opinions expressed on podcasts do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.